Welcome to the debut episode of Past and Present, a show where we examine our nation's history and see how it affects our daily lives. Here's your host, Marcos Cano, and your co-host, Lucas Herrera. Thank you, Marcos. Our topic today is how the former ERA movement has affected our daily lives. Many people have forgotten the ERA movement, but it was a movement that was what inspired others to call and receive equal pay, as well as many other rights have been made to make men and women more equal in society. Now we interview Mr. Truby, a 7th and 8th grade history teacher at Palmer Trinity. In what ways do you think the ER, that the ERA is still present in our society today? I would say that the issue of equality is still a problem today. I don't know if that answers your question, but I'll give you one example of what I mean. Um, in the March Madness basketball uh, tournaments, um, it was it was discovered that the women's teams, their facilities for like their locker rooms and things like that were really, really bad compared to what the men were getting, compared to what the young men were getting. And um, it came up. And so that's 19, <laughs> 19, that's 2021. And it's still, people aren't recognizing that there's no excuse for that, in my opinion. The women's facilities should be exactly what the men's are. I mean, there's just no excuse at all. So uh, I don't know if that answers your question, but I will say that we still don't have equality in our society. And that's just one example. Now here's some history on the ERA movement. The National Women's Political Party began in 1913 and was founded by names including Alice Paul, Lucy Burns, Mabel Vernon, and Anne Henrietta Martin. All of these founders had been associated with the National American Women's Suffrage Association. Despite the foundation of this group being in 1913, they changed the name in 1916 and started doing acts of disobedience, including marching in front of the White House. After the passing of the 19th Amendment in 1920, many women stopped the protesting and felt victorious. Despite this, the equal rights concept sprung up in 1921 and was introduced to Congress in 1923. The return of the feminists was in the 1960s and these feminists did all they could to pass the Equal Rights Amendment as an amendment. When this amendment was almost ratified, Hawaii chose to revoke this amendment. And after this state, all the other states that had previously ratified this amendment revoked it as well. Phyllis Schlafly was a leader of this anti-feminist movement that stopped the ERA from ratifying. She did this by using her charisma and by acting like an old-fashioned housewife. She was very effective because she targeted conservative Catholic women, which is very effective because then this affected this, their whole families. Do you believe that Phyllis Schlafly was correct in what she did? Many of her former supporters now believe that they made a mistake and that they then they are trying to redeem them. Against it, that's what I thought. Yeah, she was a housewife, I think, and I remember she. I think she's the woman I'm thinking of. She got um, famous because she was against it, saying that women have their role in society and it's different than men's. And um, I, I just think that she was old-fashioned and she wasn't. Uh, put it this way: I will say that I don't agree with the way she felt back then. If she's changed her mind about it, that's good. But I would say that she was very old-fashioned in her views about what women were capable of doing. Thank you. Um, 
How do you think that the ERA's movement in the late mid in mid late twentieth century has affected the way society is shaped today? Oh, I think um, it's I think it made a huge impact. But like I said in the beginning, it's still not over yet. Um, I mean, it's still we still don't have equality. But I think it made a huge impact in um, the way we view each other as different. You know, men and women, as we view each other in terms of capability. I, for example, I'm 57 years old, and in, uh, so in my generation, I've worked under many women now. And I think maybe my father, who was a generation before me, obviously, could not have said that. I don't think he were, ever worked under one woman. Whereas I've had many women bosses and many women supervisors. And so um, back in my dad's day, just women weren't supervisors. Yeah, you know, they just just almost didn't exist. Thank you, Mr. Truby. That's it. Now I interview Janine Acevedo, who is a lawyer, a partner at Wedding Case, and my mom. If you were overage at the time, would you have supported the ERA? Why would you choose this? Yes, I would definitely support the Equal Rights Amendment. Um, I believe that the U.S. Constitution should grant the right um, under law on the basis of equality to all persons in this country, regardless of their gender. In the military, do you think that the Equal Rights Amendment would help women get opportunities that are as good as the men's? This could also relate to everyday jobs. Yes, I do agree with that, um, particularly in the military, but in other contexts as well. Differences between men and women have been used many, many times to limit opportunities being given to women which translate into less pay for women. Um, so long as women are able to undertake and actually perform the same duties and functions as a man, they should be given those opportunities and be given the same compensation for that. Um, I think that granting women those same opportunities would actually go you know, quite, quite a bit towards improving um, equality among the, the genders in, in this country. So do you think that even if the ERA passed, there will still be discrimination in the workplace? Yes, I mean, certainly. It, it isn't simply the fact that you, you pass a constitutional amendment that you are able to change hearts and minds. I mean, the Equal Rights Amendment essentially would require equality of rights under law by the United States, the federal government, and states. That would not translate necessarily to private entities and business. So there would still be quite a lot to do in terms of bringing those principles of equality and opportunities and compensation into private workplaces. Even though the 14th Amendment was a big step in women's rights, how much do you think this amendment actually contributed to women having equal rights as men? I think it has been tremendously important as an initial step. Um, certainly, 
you know, without without the groundwork that many lawyers and and judges and many other people in this country have laid based on arguments founded on the 14th Amendment principles, we would probably not have achieved as much as we have to this day. Um, but again, certainly it, the 14th Amendment has its limitations, and, and for that reason, the ERA is, is really necessary. Thank you. Now we interview Sebastian Guaqueta, an 8th grade Palmer Trinity School student. How do you think the former ERA movement has helped shape the modern feminist movement? Well, I think that the ERA movement was a big step in the feminist movement, as it was what influenced more people in the United States to consider women having more equal rights. Modern feminism has a lot to do with the ERA movement, as they protest and ask for some of the rights that were not <laughs> granted due to the ratification of the ERA. How do you think how do you think separately to feminism the former ERA movement has affected how we live today? The former ERA movement has helped women gain rights, like in many places, equal pay, and although illegally some women are discriminated against equal opportunities, and no discrimination. Although there are some rights already granted to women, these are the most important. Although you may not believe it, um, the fight for the ERA still lives today. Thank you, Sebastian. Equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. In this short episode, we have now gone over how the Equal Rights Amendment is one short sentence, but it is so vital to women's rights into our modern day society. This sentence is important in the ways of how women get paid, what occupations they can get, and how women should legally be treated. Although this amendment is currently not in the federal government or in the government of Florida, it is still something that both of these governments should put more, put more effort towards, as other states already have the ERA in their government, and it gives many more opportunities to women. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Past and Present, a show where we examine the past and see how it relates to our modern day.